0: We hear a lot about COVID-19 statistics every day, how many new cases and deaths there are, what the average positivity rate is. But these numbers don't really describe the reality of how COVID spreads, people going about their daily lives, coming into contact with the virus and spreading it to friends, family even strangers. This week, we're bringing you some of those stories. WBEZ's Mariah Wolfel has been speaking with a medical director at the Chicago Department of Public Health, which investigates COVID outbreaks, and she has this report. Marielle Frischon and a team of investigators have been looking into COVID-19 outbreaks for the past eight months now. This one happened in April at a Chicago factory, and it started out small.
1: This factory contacted us initially um, having closed because of
0: seven COVID-19 cases. But then when they started looking into it, investigators found some problems.
1: So it's a large open air space. But there were enough workers that they were uh, more closely spaced at times, depending on their role, than they should have been. The masking was not 100% of the time, and it was before plastic barriers were routinely being put in.
0: When the health department came in to help the factory reopen and get people back to work, they did a lot more testing, which revealed the extent of the outbreak.
1: Ultimately, over 90 people tested positive at this one factory. And at the, at the end um, of the outbreak, there were five total deaths.
0: One of those deaths was an undocumented immigrant from Guatemala who was sending money back home to his family. He stopped showing up to work around the time of the outbreak, so the company was concerned he had been hospitalized, and they gave his name to the health department. But investigators couldn't find him.
1: And the reason why we had difficulty matching him with, um, with someone who had died was because he had given a fake name and date of birth to the company. And when he died at a Chicago hospital, we didn't know that he was linked to this factory.
0: Eventually, through a Spanish-speaking investigator, the department was able to find an emergency contact for the man, his roommate. And over the course of several conversations, they were able to get his real name. They linked it to someone who had died of COVID alone in a Chicago hospital. Froshone says the case shows how outbreaks can have a particularly tragic impact on undocumented Chicagoans.
1: He had no family here Um, And we had no way of reaching them. And that made it really crushed us all that not only um, right now are people dying alone in hospitals because of visitor restrictions um, at times, um, but that for this case in particular, we couldn't even reach his family to let them know. And um, that really hit us.
0: Fershone says many of the employees they interviewed felt like they had to go back to work, that it was a risk they just had to take, even as their coworkers were getting sick
1: around them. And I think that that is um, an unfortunate, it's not only unfortunate, I mean, it's tragic that people feel that that's an, that that's an occupational hazard that they have to accept. Um, and it's something that we try very hard not to put people in that position, but that is the reality.
0: Everyone who died in this outbreak was considered an essential worker by the city and state. And the fact that essential employees continue to head to work during covid surges, that's not likely to change now.
1: Um, there, there are different rules for them than there are for, for others. So like, for example, with the tier three recommendations that came out from the governor, it excludes critical infrastructure workers um, from the stay at home advisory.
0: But the level of risk for essential workers contracting COVID, Vershone says it can be mitigated if everyone else stays home. Mariah WB WBEZ News.